0: here at user words podcast none of us are knowingly foolish okay troll we have, we
1: have house. thousands of years of architecture we can go over would you
2: build your house on rock
0: or sand knowing brewer sand because it's cheaper oh <laughs> well, of, of course, course. sand I found that perfectly appropriate considering Earth Day. He would build it (laughs) on the most natural of places, sand on the beach, down by the river or the ocean. Welcome to another episode of User Words Podcast. Uh, As you can tell, this is Paul talking. Uh, Aaron was the one laughing in the background, and Josh right now is off saying hi to his wife, who is vacuuming, apparently. So he will join us a little bit later, but uh, we want... We're breaking this up a little bit because Aaron has to get going off to a guitar lesson. Is that correct, Mr. Johnson? Yes, it is. And you get to learn some more guitaring, right? You get to be a more guitar, a more guitaristy guitarist. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so that's, uh, so we're going to, you might hear a little disconnect in this and that's because of the fact that, well, we got Aaron for part of it and then Josh for the other part, so. You, know, yeah. you be the judge on which half is better, and <laughs> let us know. No. It'll be Josh's that, half. That might that might determine some things. But anyways so <laughs> after Easter, we have this wonderful uh, worldwide holiday coming up. What is that worldwide holiday, Mister Johnson? After Easter, yeah,
2: I'm assuming. What's the next? What's the next biggest worldwide holiday? I'm going to assume Earth Day. No, it is. Yeah. yes, yeah, it is. It is Earth Day. <laughs> I was about to say Cinco de Mayo.
0: <laughs> Earth Day comes before Cinco de Mayo, it, and at Cinco de Mayo, I doubt is very much is probably not celebrated in. Oh, I don't know, China, North Korea, South Korea. You know, you know, yeah, not not, not a lot of Mexican footprint in those areas.
3: <laughs>
0: Fair. You know so we have here in north america and elsewhere uh worldwide we have earth day which of course last month was superseded by earth hour (laughs) so (laughs) which i'm like okay so we first we give them an hour now we're going to give them a day and now we're going to do week and then months and then year and then well actually i guess you could say corona has kind of become the earth virus yeah yes well, and I don't say that facetiously. I say that because you see all these people, I guess you could say they're looking for the silver lining about corona. And for example, the coronavirus pandemic has led to a huge drop in air pollution in China, which is good. So, right. And so they're seeing the same result over in Europe and everywhere else where the pandemic is, you know, kind of widespread so uh, you know new yorkers you might for once be able to see a nice clear blue sky look at the positives of this right is what they're saying then, so you have then what
2: uh i thought it was from like italy like the the oh uh the little nice what channel or whatever for for the boats and stuff is actually like clean where you can see through it oh yeah
0: well, it's it's not so much that it's clean it's It's just there's no sediment you know stirred up so you can actually see you know it's clear yeah because you don't have any gondolas and that going down over everywhere and you can see things and yeah so they got that and yeah that was a that was probably one of the first articles i saw was like look the clear water in the canals (laughs) of italy i'm like okay really there's just no sediment being kicked up yeah now that being said. That being said, we do have, you know, large amounts of pollution being pulled out of the air. Um, and even the BBC, they have an article saying that air pollution and CO2, both of those have fallen drastically as this virus spread. So you're, I'm almost sitting back. and like, I'm waiting until someone starts praising the virus for saving the world. I'm waiting for Greta Thunberg to come out and say this. Is the savior of humanity? I'm waiting for her to do that because oh, I, <laughs> I don't know. She said she had corona, so I haven't followed up with her oh. after she said she had corona. So Uh-oh. yeah, and, and she said because she had corona, this proved her statements about climate change right. And I'm just like, you know what? What? Go go be yeah. <laughs> what
1: makes absolutely no sense?
3: Oh oh,
1: <laughs> Didn't Josh the is back. Anything. Nope. So
0: yeah, so we got Earth Day coming up here. So Johnson, Johnson, I almost said sure. uh, Johnson, Johnson, Joshenson. What are you doing to celebrate Earth Day? Anything um, at
2: all? I don't think I've ever done anything in the history of ever
0: for Earth Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought I, I thought said you went to a Brewers well, game once to learn about th- Earth Day.
2: Say that there, that was I think one thing one. Uh yeah, our class went to a brewers game and they had some demonstration thing on Earth Day and some little field trip, and I honestly don't really remember anything from it because I was more than likely having fun goofing around with friends around Miller Park than paying attention to an Earth Day lesson.
0: Uh go figure. <laughs> you and school <laughs> equals not paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: which now i probably wouldn't pay attention more but <laughs> back then uh uh-uh. uh
0: <laughs> Josh do you ever do anything to celebrate earth day?
1: Let's see. Um well, i like to take all the bad oil and bad coolant i have and pour it in the yard and pour it down the drain. Wow. Then i take all the rusty car parts and i like to throw them into the lake. You know, give some fish something to uh, build their life on. So um, you're Captain Pollution, got it?
2: He's killing us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I've I've never really
0: done anything special for today. Huh? Okay. Uh, by the way, did did you get the reference? So I said Captain Pollution. Do you know where that's from? Nope. No. Have you ever seen Captain Planet and the Planeteers as a young kid? Either of you? That's um. Nope. I, I'm sure I've seen <laughs> that, but I don't
1: no no you haven't earned yes okay, no, no. okay.
0: <laughs> that, uh, so cap captain planet and the planeteers was um a tv show uh very obviously as you can guess so i guess you guys wouldn't have seen it because that came out like in 1990 I so <laughs> oh you yeah. have seen it yeah, yeah so it's like they have little rings and they go "When ah, powers combined captain planet yeah um, <laughs> So anyways, Captain Pollution was made as the anti-Captain Planet, which so they had the five or whatever rings of pollution. And when their powers combined, they created Captain Pollution. <laughs> That's what I said. Um, Josh is the Captain Pollution. When our powers combined of oil, CO2 and <laughs> whatever. Yes. Whatever else it is.
2: He's the one throwing car batteries in the lake. Uh, We already know that's
0: his favorite pastime.
1: (laughs) Duh. Then watching as the water and the acid combine and watching the fish pop up around wherever I threw the battery. It's very entertaining.
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) question for both of you. Um, And, and, you know, I'm trying to keep more for Aaron since he has to leave a little bit for uh, guitar lessons. But, did either of you have ever do Earth Keepers when you were in elementary school? Because I know you both went to the Racine area school district. I didn't know if either of you did Earth Keepers. Uh, I what's that? do not remember that at all. <laughs> okay, so no, neither of you did it. Okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> so think of it as this way, Eric. You know how you went to Miller Park for an Earth Day lesson and you kind of like spaced out and blah, yeah. blah, blah, right? Mm-hmm. So when I was in elementary school here in Racine, we did over the course of the entire spring semester. We're talking multiple weeks where we did this. We would go on a Friday on a bus uh, to. Uh, oh dang it! What's the name of that? A root river conservatory oh, I, place? Uh, yeah, um, uh, the root river pathway. No, we're, we're, yeah, but we're okay. It, it's it's a nature center essentially. Um, with a bunch of trails and all that. Right. And so they had this, (laughs) excuse me, they had this thing called earth keepers and you had this mysterious benefactor named EM who gave you a video lesson every week. And it was just a voiceless body that we we had to go to the river place to listen to the video. And then we had our little activity books where we had to do things like go into the field, sit under a tree and meditate about how nature is important to you. And then f- journal for a little bit on everything.
1: It's I think I did that. Riverbend Nature Center.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah,
1: I think I did that, actually. And then did you go around and did, did they give you like an egg carton um, and you had to pick and put stuff in the egg carton or something? Yeah, you had
0: to do that. Fill out your little book. And then like you got through so far in the activity book and you got a different key. Remember that?
1: I don't remember that part. Okay,
0: yeah, so you got like a different key after you get so far, and every key can unlock a different chest, and every chest led further and further to reveal the identity of who EM is. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, and so like, you have to do all these things, like again, like sit on a tree and meditate and go out and build a nature walk, and we would spend whole school days doing this. That sounds awful. <laughs> and then you get like I'm not talking like one school day. Where I'm talking like weeks. We've done this, uh, but anyways, you get to the end, and if you were one of the lucky ones, and I had to be one of the lucky ones, apparently because my mom was like, "You will do this, yay!" Uh,
3: <laughs>
0: you know, you, you get the final key and you open the final chest, and you find out who EM is, and it's a mirror. Because E.M. reverses me. Oh. My
3: goodness.
2: (laughs) Wow. That sounds
3: awful.
1: I think the reason why I don't remember this as well as Paul is because when we did this, I don't think I was fully engaged. I think I thought part of it was cool, but I think the other part was I was finding a little weird. But then again... I almost feel like we had to rush back to the bus, too. So my memory is very vague. The
0: the only reason I remember is because it was so corny. It <laughs> was just so corny. Uh, and I'm, that was that was during my fourth grade year. I remember that Uh, it, it, like it, it was just whew, whew. But so many days were spent at Riverbend Nature Center walking around the trees, meditating with the trees, sinking uh-huh. the trees. And yeah. <laughs>
2: Thanks for giving me
3: oxygen and
0: stuff.
1: Mm -hmm. They were trying to turn you into an environmentalist. Oh, very much so. Very much so. And the whole booklet was like,
0: EM always does this. Blah, blah, blah. And then you fill in whatever. And again, you get to the end. It's "It's me.
3: Yay.
2: How rewarding.
0: Yeah. I, I I definitely did not turn into a mini Greta. After that, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> I mean, on Earth Day, I just, on Earth Day, I go outside and bury a plastic bag.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm kidding. No, I don't. Take that. I, wow. I, I, <laughs> no, I, I do believe saving natural resources is important. We're called as Christians to be stewards of the earth and what's around us. So I don't believe in willing, nillingly, you know, cutting down a tree just to cut down a tree. You know, unless it's to put the tree in Josh's yard, then yes, go ahead and do it. Um, I, have I want guitars and drums. Well, like I said, I said, not willing, nilly just cutting down a tree to cut down a tree. If it's going to be used for something like guitars, drums, you know, drumsticks, et cetera, go for it. But at the same time, we should be responsible and maybe replant some trees. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I work with a guy and he's been very fortunate. So he bought a bunch of land west of Madison when he was younger. And him and and, uh, three other guys, they each bought 40 acres. And over the course of the years, um, the guys have passed away. So he now is sitting on 160 acres that, you know, 75% of wasn't he inherited in a sense. And what he's been doing is he'll go through, he hires somebody to go through and chops down the trees, but they do it in a way to where one spawns back up. So they pretty much reforest the area every five to 10 years, depending on what trees they take. But they do it in a way where it's like an apple orchard. Everything is in a spot, you know, so. Right. There he's making money as well as he's making sure that there's stuff for the animals and stuff in the area too.
0: Yeah. And, and that's that whole, you know, idea of being a steward of the resources that we're given. I yes, I, I like things that are made of real wood. I like things that, you know, I like petroleum products. Yeah, okay. Yes, that's a non-renewable. I get it. That's why I don't argue with it. Um you know, but I I enjoy those things. But but I believe also at the same time it's you know, be responsible, you know. Now, I'm not one of those environmentalists because you have the kind of the crazies who say you should never chop down a tree, never chop down a tree. Well, you got that, right? Well, then you maybe you, you know, you don't do what you're supposed to do. And then you got stuff like California, you got stuff like Australia, where you got these wildfires that just burn out of control because they're not allowed to be controlled you know, contained normally, because normally, you know, you're going to have a fire here or there to kind of burn away some stuff. You're going to have, you know, trees die and fall or be taken away. We can't just let everything just grow and grow and grow. Otherwise, we're going to have California over and over and over again. (laughs) Worldwide. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, I get it. I, I, I want to be cognizant i want to be responsible with the resources i have been given but at the same time i don't want to be afraid to use them and that's what i'm seeing a lot of a lot of what we're seeing with uh earth day now and what i find i I don't know funny uh, whatever you want to call it so you know what's the big what's the big environmental trend right now what does everyone want to ban
2: what does everybody want to ban Uh, ban right now
0: yeah all the environments they want to ban what
2: I'm thinking
1: plastic, yeah. plastic, plastic. Well, we remember how much, had much they have to give up and yeah. how much they have to take Then, Sorry. What was that, Josh? I said, do they realize how much they have to give up and then how much they're going to have to take? Well,
0: here, 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 here's why I bring this up. Okay. So everyone's like, ban plastic. Get rid of the plastic bags. Use your reusable uh, shopping bags. Well, you know what came out recently? A study came out. Coronavirus can be spread by baggers bagging groceries in reusable plastic bags, not because the bagger necessarily has coronavirus, but because the reusable shopping bag comes from a house that maybe has someone who was exposed to coronavirus. It is now at my grocery store. They now say if you bring in a reusable uh, shopping bag, you have to bag everything. Our employees will not touch it because of the spread of Corona. Hmm. <laughs> So all of a sudden, this thing that you were like, we must get rid of is now all of a sudden safer than the thing you want to replace it with. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just sitting there like, what? (laughs) You're kidding, right? That's how it goes. And so it it makes me a little, I guess, crazy at the same time. Mm. It's like, really, people, you're going to do that to us? You're going to you're just gonna go <sighs> so my head hurts <laughs> oh your head hurts I need some
2: Tylenol now yeah
0: <laughs> that comes in a plastic bottle sir how dare oh. you <laughs>
2: how, <laughs> how dare, all dare you
0: cars? <laughs> well that is true most, of car, most cars are now mostly plastic nowadays instead of metal and all yeah. that other stuff
2: so it's like what the heck <laughs> okay <laughs> All the things yeah, you would I have guess. to change to get rid of plastic, like everything, a ton of stuff on my desk right now is plastic.
0: Mm-hmm. As I say, a lot of the stuff on my desk is plastic. Uh yeah. <laughs> well, but I mean, but I mean, we got all this fun stuff, and you know, all at least what I keep hearing is, I keep hearing Earth Day, Earth Day, Earth Day. Remember the Earth and all you do. Yay.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. No, just, just people like that. So uh, so Earth Day, in case you're unaware, which I'm sure you are, Mr. Johnson, uh, is April 22nd. 22nd. Yep. Yeah. So there's articles out there. That, like, for example, this one, eight ways to make every day Earth Day. Wow! <laughs> do you know how you can make every day Earth Day, Johnson?
2: Um, I I I don't.
0: Um,
2: do you want to? Do you want
0: Recycle. <clears throat> uh, uh. So so pick one. Pick one. Yeah, like take a guess on one of the things that they say you can um do to make every day an Earth Day. Recycle. Hmm, let's see here. Yes, the recycle, obviously. Good one. Did you know they call this one the hazards of outer beauty? (laughs) What? Each year, people put on five pounds of personal care products that are absorbed by your skin. That's how they make it through there. Oh, So they say... Make if you use makeup, you should use makeup that uses organic ingredients and in recycled packaging. Because if you don't, you're killing the earth.
2: You're yeah, destroying. Aaron. I I don't use makeup. Quiet mascara. Job. So, you know. Okay. You know what? <laughs> hey, it's <laughs>
1: only a couple times.
2: <laughs> Not five pounds worth.
1: I don't know. That one day, you your face was black. You you may have used a lot. <laughs> I hate you. Shut up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So makeup.
0: So makeup. um, Obviously, never drive in the car alone. I was going
2: to say, yeah, driving, like ride a bike. Never drive alone.
0: Never drive alone. So carpool as much as you can. Carpool if you must. Carpool if you must, but take a bus instead.
2: Mm-hmm. Or I'll just ride a bicycle. Here, that's better.
0: I'll they say bike or walk to your office. Yep. To my um he,
2: I don't have an office.
0: Yeah. Well, your office being where you work. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and then it says compost. You must compost, Aaron.
2: I must compost. If I don't
0: compost, then uh, you're a horrible person who's <laughs> killed the earth. Oh, <gasps> and he already was. Oh, uh. Man. Good Man. Job, also, you know what they want you to do, Aaron? What? You must get rid of your energy vampires.
1: Hey, hold on, what? Buy Xbox, buy Big what's what's, what's what's an energy vampire? I've
2: never heard that term before, but I mean, yeah, that's what Josh was just saying, I, Xbox. and
0: Yeah, so essentially what they want you to do is anything that you have that's electronic, if you're not using it, unplug it. So when when you're not using your TV, unplug your TV. When you're not using your Xbox, unplug your Xbox. When you're not using a cell phone charger, unplug the cell phone charger.
2: But then I have to plug it back
0: in. That's Uh work. Yep, because, you know, they want to save 10% in energy savings.
1: Now, technically, technically, if it has a switch, an actual physical switch, it doesn't draw any electricity. What if it doesn't? So a computer that's plugged in still drawing a very small amount. Uh, yeah. Your charger it's still drawing some. So <laughs> if it's a light, you're fine.
0: Hence the vampire thing. Okay. That being said, uh, Aaron, I'm going to stop the recording now so that you can jump off and get to your guitar lesson. So Aww. that way it doesn't it doesn't kill your mic. And then Josh, we're going to let this upload, and then mean you will continue after it uploads here so be a second okay so Aaron had to go run off to his wonderful uh, guitar lesson to learn how to be a better guitarist apparently so I still got Josh here on the lineup I believe yes Josh you there still yes mm-hmm. okay cool so I guess now since Aaron's gone you get to have more of a front roll center stage on this
1: congratulations oh boy <laughs> So it shouldn't be too hard to uh, uh, make him uh, second place here. Oh, let's see here. Let's
0: see what you got here. So remember, Earth Day is what we're talking about. Well, you can talk about Earth Day, Earth Hour, environmentalism, uh, Greta Thunberg, all that uh, fun stuff. So you can do whatever uh, you need to do there. So that being said... (laughs) I have seen a lot of people who have, and I think quite crazily, been happy to see the coronavirus out in the world because they're saying it's doing something that they thought would never happen before. And they don't care how this happens, but by any means necessary, they're happy to see CO2 levels lowering and pollution lowering because corona is making people stay home or killing people, Uh, either one of those two they don't care how it gets done. They're just happy that, you know, COT is going down. So I I think that's a little extreme to be honest, because, you know, in in a way, if if you really sit back and look at what they've been demanding, it really takes something like a Corona level quarantine to get to the levels and the things they've been wanting all along in all honesty.
1: Yeah. I mean, the one thing I was, I thought was interesting. I'm trying to find it here. Um, it was a picture of China. It was an infrared shot from a satellite over China, and it showed that over the course of a few weeks, um, you, you could see the heat levels just start to dwindle, and it was like a giant cloud that was just shrinking over China. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, that's just just. Crazy. I mean, even see, one thing I have an issue with climate change is, you know, it's global cooling, it's global heating. Now it's just change in general. Right. Um, I besides the CO2 thing in the atmosphere affecting with the sun and stuff, this planet was never meant for humans to take it over. Period. With all the waste and all the different stuff that we're doing, I mean, there's probably more than just CO2, but CO2 is the main thing that we're measuring right now. That's showing this the whole whole climate change, but uh, in, in nitrogen this- nitrogen dioxide too, okay. NO2. So, I mean, in, in, in retrospect, it's crazy, and I did, I was, I was disappointed to see because there, there was something, somebody was saying something about how the the canals in Ven- Venice. Um, the Italy's floating, floating city. Um, yeah, Aaron was talking about that too, before he uh, joined up with us, but yeah. Um, and I saw uh, there were a bunch of articles and stuff that were stating that, you know, it's fake, it's not true. You know, um, I will say what people are probably starting to see is those canals are used to having boats go up and down with people, you know, stabbing the ground with the big long poles, you know? So if anything, they're watching the water and the debris on the bottom not become touched. So at that point, they're able to see, because there's no debris moving around, they're able to see right. straight down. So I think for some people, they're just like, wow, you know, look what this can look like if we don't touch it. And that's where I'm that's where I'm saying too, you know, it's like, as humans, we have our hands in everything. We try to control everything. And in doing so, we mess a lot of stuff up along the way. Now, can... Can the oceans and stuff get cleaned up if we stopped taking motorized boats out there? Absolutely. What was it? My teacher um uh from middle school, uh Mr. Page. Mm-hmm. He was in the dragon boat races. Okay, and he was training, and they were training in the the harbor, Racines Harbor. And the person in front of him accidentally took the paddle and did more of a scooping motion and he got a mouthful of water, but he says it felt like he had a mouthful of oil. He said he you could just it wasn't water that went into his mouth. Um and that's just from boats sitting there and taking off. So these boats are constantly leaking and stuff. So if you pulled all the boats out of the water over the course of years, could it become clean again? Yeah. Could we see at the bottom? maybe not but we could see some color we could see some maybe some plant life and fish life easier in a few years so i mean it's it's crazy how much humans have impacted the planet in a negative way it it really is and when you look at stats that show that we've been doing but nothing but a co2 skyrocket um. Increase from the nineteen fifties to today. You know, back then, I mean, you had industry, but not like you do today. So it was more up and down, and then then out of nowhere, it's just we're just on a steady climb upwards with our CO two. But I do like seeing how there are some companies that are trying to do zero emission facilities. And I think there's one down in Texas, and they're using the CO2 gases, and they're sending them through Again, to be reburned, kind of like how your e, uh, your EGR system works in a car, mm-hmm. um, and so they're sending it back through, but they're also using that heat and that 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 flow of—I'm uh, not going to say air. I'm just going to say that that motion of the CO2 to also help turn turbines, and they try to completely burn it off. And that's for those of you—sorry, someone—I was dancing. You could have kept that going. Um, and for those of you who don't know how a catalytic converter on your car works is your exhaust gases come out of the motor at one heat, you know, I I don't remember the number off the top of my head, but the the cat takes that heat and it pretty much chokes it down, so it does it in a way to where the catalytic converter is actually hotter than your exhaust gases when it comes out, so it's helping to burn off a lot of the excess. CO2 fumes in doing so, that's also why you'll have water trails coming out of your exhaust pipe as well. So the water trail isn't just a a, a temperature difference, it's also um, a result of taking these CO2 gases and burning them to such extreme temperatures. So that's what this factory tries to do too, and it's just interesting. you know, we can keep advancing. And at the same time, do better with our CO2 gases. It's just going to take us a while and a lot of money. And then the question becomes, is it even worth it at that point? By the time we get there, we've either destroyed the earth or we've completely made every country in the world broke. Sorry, I went on a long tangent. No, that's all right. Uh, So I pulled
0: open just because I I was interested. I looked at that. um, That plant you were talking about it's a 50 milliwatt plant it's a prototype um that they have down in texas they haven't figured out if it can actually work large scale yet or not but you know it's something yes i agree you know like i said you know i believe in being um y- you know working and being conscious about the resources we use if there's a way we can do things you know to to be able to produce energy and that fine you know you know, people, there's this like this weird thing online. It's like either you're for renewable energy, like wind, solar and that, or you're against it. They don't people online for whatever reason don't believe you can be a whole thing of, yes, let's start investing in these things as we can do. Like, for example, that uh, where it's using uh, essentially zero emissions. Uh, for a natural gas plant or, you know, let's look at making solar better or wind better. But until we get there, we do need to supplement it um, with what we use currently. Oh, because yeah. we, can't, we can't just cut, we can't just turn off all of our fossil fuel generators and expect people to be okay. <laughs> you know, what would happen if we turn off all the coal
1: Plants in the U.S. right now, there'd be a shortage of electricity. There'd be chaos. Mm-hmm. Now, we Energy, uh was shutting down the one in um, here in Kenosha, Wisconsin, um, and I think they were disassembling it. I don't exactly remember what he was telling me, but yeah. So, I mean, even even big companies, you know, they're they're doing yeah. it one by one. You know, part of it is you know prior is you know it's. It's cutting costs. It's cutting, um, cutting, you know, and saving money in places you can. Um, right. Because uh, nuclear reactors are producing a lot more power than what coal plants can do, and they can do it cleaner, too. Yeah.
0: And um, then you got the environmentalists who hate nuclear, which so <laughs> they they don't like nuclear for whatever reason, um, probably because of radioactive waste, which they say, oh, we don't know what to do with it, but we've learned what to do with it. And we know what it does and how to contain in that. But, yeah, you know,
1: I mean, it. it it creates
0: the waste that they don't like.
1: <laughs> yeah, that it does. But like I said, this planet was never intended for humans to populate it as much as possible and to be as advanced as we are. Um, and you and I know this because in the Bible, it calls us aliens. You know, we are not of this world. Um, this is a stepping stone to where we will finally be. And so, unfortunately, because of sin, this stepping stone is going to decay. I mean, that's just the nature of it. Right. But as people, we can help it slow down. We can help the earth prolong as long as possible. Right. And it, I, it, it, go, go ahead. On. Go ahead. I was just saying, and I, and I agree with you, I'm all for it. You know, I'd love to see us you know, find ways to, you know, create energy and and save on CO2. I'd like us to find new ways to use plastic. I'd like us to, you know, keep advancing. But at the same time, I'd like to harm the less uh harm the earth less and less and less. You know, I'm I'm more of someone who leans along the line of where the quality is instead of the quantity. Um if if you're building a product but it's killing so much, you know, okay you're helping the company stay alive by making some bucks. But I mean At that point, is it even worth it? Um, That's how I would see it. And, you know, you got, I mean, business is a whole nother monster on its own. I understand that. Yeah. Um, But, but yeah, no, I'd like to see us do more. And I do know that the one energy that is the hardest to harness efficiency, efficiently is heat.
0: yeah i and those are all things that we're going to have to take you know and let's be honest here as far as science you know that we keep advancing in science every every day every year every month and whatnot and hey maybe we need to dedicate some more science once corona is over with um I, I figure right now probably everyone focus on corona but you know once this is you know this whole catastrophe is over. Spend some more time and money in research on it because, you know, companies are only going to look at what is profitable for them. Well, if they can be the ones to come out with a new way to do the whatever type of power, electricity, that's going to be profitable for them. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that 50 milliwatt plant you're talking about down Texas, that essentially is a way for them to prove to investors that what mm-hmm. they're doing is viable. And once they get enough people, you know, like, hey, this this will work, you know, they'll, they'll invest, they'll build it, so that will that that thing will succeed, you know, and that's a good example of that, you know. I'm just, and I and like I said, I have that hard time, you know, reconciling because you ha- you seem to have the two extremes, and hardly anyone ever really. Well, let me rephrase that. Everyone sits in the middle. I feel like, except for the people who are on the extremes who just keep yelling. And all they do is yell. And you have the one side shut everything but wind and solar down. And then you have the other side that says use as much oil, gas and all that. Because we do have to reconcile the fact that, you know, coal in certain areas, that is essentially the lifeblood of those towns. What do you do to help those people then be able to sustain their lives? for their families in that. You know, if you say you shut down coal all of a sudden, where do all those people go for work? Especially if whole towns are built around this. Uh, Fracking, same thing. You have whole towns built around it. What do you do for those people to say, here's how we're gonna help you transition? You know, if we did it just as an overnight thing, that would be shocking. You know, right now we're seeing, because of Corona, massive unemployment. If we did that to energy sector workers as well, because we said, you know what? We're just gonna go solar and wind we would see not as a great extent we're seeing now, but we would still see a record number of people being unemployed essentially overnight because they're being told, yeah, your thing can't be used anymore. So we kind of have to have that transition phase and what that looks like. I don't know, you know, and so mm -hmm. I I keep saying, come back to that middle part. We need to have some sort of transitions. Yes. I care about the earth. Yes. I care about the planet, but I am not, An eco terrorist to the point of where I'm saying shut it all down and start over because I also realize at the same time, and here's what makes me laugh you know, like Greta and all these other environmentalists who are calling on, like, oh, we're killing the earth and that. And they're using every piece of technology, they're using high end cameras. How do you think those were made? I mean, technology, cameras, computers, and that. Guess what? They're using rare earths from China. That's one of the biggest producers of it. I'm going to guarantee you there is a lot of pollution to be able to extract those things for them to be able to go on Instagram and whine about how a plastic bag they see on the, earth, on the sidewalk is herming the earth. Mm-hmm. So what I find ironic also, uh, so Earth Hour, are you aware of that? Mm-mm. So Earth Hour, that's an, an hour in March when to save the earth, you turn off your lights for an hour you know, to raise awareness about need to save the earth. Okay. And it, and it's, and it's an hour, uh, before it's an hour in March. So it's before earth day. So all these things. <laughs> okay. So this past, you know, year, you know, they're like, Oh, turn off your lights to support and bring things to the earth. So it was started by uh, WWF. Are you familiar with them? Uh, it was like the World wildlife, wildlife Foundation. They have the little panda as their symbol.
3: Mm-mm.
0: You've never seen that, huh? Mm-mm. Yeah, a World Wildlife Fund. Sorry, not foundation. Fund. So they do stuff like if you if you search for them, uh, it, it's they're like adopt an animal, you know, help support an animal and all that. I may uh, have. Yeah, they, they they deal a lot with endangered species and that. So they they best. They have a best interest in protecting the earth. Fine. That's beautiful. Okay. So anyways, they're they're like, for this one hour, turn off your lights, you know, as your symbolic gesture of helping to save the earth, because, you know, that reduces electricity for that one time. Well, this past year, because of COVID, um, because of, you know, those during this COVID toll thing, instead of, you know, turning off the lights for an hour, it was turn into this live stream for three hours to show your support for saving the earth. So it changed from you know not using any energy to using a ton, because <laughs> to stream, it takes a lot, especially if you have multiple people streaming from multiple locations. that's all those people who have to turn on their all their equipment, computers, laptops, um, you know like you've learned today, audio interfaces, microphones and all that, and providing power and everything to all that. Mm-hmm. It just you can't just say, "Hey, that's what's going to happen so I, I just found it funny that they're like. Earth hour, switch off the lights, but watch our live stream for three hours because <laughs> that live stream is using way more energy than that um, than that one hour of turning your lights off will save, especially nowadays. Most people, I don't know about you. Um, have you replaced all your lights with LED bulbs? I have not, but we're looking at doing that in the condo. Are do you um in your condo? Are they the traditional
1: incandescent, compact fluorescent? So technically, this condo is young enough but old enough. So it's interesting. I kind of like it and I don't like it at the same time. Um, all the bottom light switches. So, uh, so all the outlets, I should say. The bottom, the bottom outlet is live. The top outlet is all controlled by a light switch. So the only place where there are lights that are tied to a light switch are the bathrooms and the kitchen and the hallway in the master bath. Those all have lights that are hardwired to a light switch. Okay. Everywhere else in the house it's all plug-in.
0: And and those ones in your bathroom and all that, I'm assuming then they're incandescent.
1: It's hard to tell because they have you know how LEDs have kind of like that bulky plastic end where it would be metal. It looks like LEDs. I haven't taken them out yet. I don't know if they're a special kind of LED or what, but it, they kind of warm up like a traditional incandescent would because it's got like that Hollywood style lighting to it. Um, so I'm not sure. Okay. So probably incandescent
0: then. Either that or real good compact fluorescents or real expensive LEDs, but yeah, whatever. Okay. I was just wondering, uh, and the reason I bring that up is, you know, as they're, you know, saying, turn off your lights for an hour or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. the energy usage of an LED is so, 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 so minimal compared to like an incandescent. Mm-hmm. You know, on the flip side, LEDs are last forever. Uh, compact fluorescence lasts a good time, but when they're done, well, let's see, mercury. <laughs> so yep. that's that's a bad thing for the environment right there. So all these people are like, go oh, to compact fluorescence and then, oh, wait. These bulbs break, they leak mercury all over.
3: Oopsie. Uh,
0: yeah. So I, that's what I was like. There's every little thing we do. It's like we take one step forward and we take two steps back somehow. You know, let's go with the reusable shopping bags. Well, now those can spread Corona. Let's go with metal straws. Well, now we can stab our brains out. Let's, you know, again, extreme examples. I know I'm, I'm not oblivious to that fact
1: and then you could also have somebody go all right let's go back to the time of stone wood and fire well now with the amount of people we have we're chopping down all the forests because wood can't build a 50-story apartment building right and you do have those people that want that um you're actually seeing
0: this is i i find this very wicked in this way um People who are celebrating the coronavirus because it's bringing the population of the world
1: down. And they're happy for that. And I'm like, Ugh. And then those people who are all cheerful for it lose one or two family members. Yeah, I, so they're not, they're not going to. Yeah,
0: and those people, I want to see how they react when that happens. When they lose those one or two family members, it sucks regardless of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, whoever... Uh, would lose a family member in that because of the fact that, well, (laughs) especially through Corona. Now I I have other things with Corona on how they're calculating death tolls and that, but that's near here nor there right now. I I just find it cruel on on those people. Um, No, I do too. Because, and the reason that came up was, uh, have you ever heard of the Georgia tombstones rules for humanity? No, but enlighten me. Okay. So let me pull this up. So I am. um, So I'm quoting this right. So these are uh, I'm sorry. I said tombstones. They're guide stones. Uh, So. They call them the American Stonehenge. And the reason they call them the American Stonehenge is because they don't know exactly really how they got there. You know, there's theories on how they got there, Mm -hmm. Um, but on them, they have a set of 10 guidelines. Okay. Okay, I'm I'm reading it right now. (laughs) Yeah. So guideline number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Wow. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Unite humanity with a living new language rule passion faith tradition and all things with tempered reason protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts you know and there's some other things that they go on um but like the last one be not a cancer on the earth
1: leave room for nature leave room for nature i like how they have i don't know if yours says this but mine has like this sub comment underneath it and it's like whoa this is kind of dark here um like uh, when it says, guide re- re- reproduction wisely, it says underneath, i.e., abort children. Um, uh, you have a uh, rule, passion, faith, tradition, all things with tempered reason, a new state religion, worship Lucifer. It's like, oh, okay, all right. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. How, how, how would you come up with the idea that we should only have 500 million people? There are certain people who believe that that is the magic number for
0: us to live properly in um in harmony with nature. So how they got to that number, who knows? You know, and again, go ahead. I say again, this whole thing, you know, these Georgia Guidestones are just a little creepy and a little weird. But what's sad is I'm starting to see, and the link I sent you, this was an article from. 2019. So before this whole corona was a thing, I'm starting to see people say, maybe the godstones are right. And that has me a little freaked out because people are like that. I'm like, oh, great. We're going to have the purge coming on just to save the environment. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh.
1: wait. The purge is called corona. Yeah, right. So I, I'm just just hang on here. I'm going to quick do a calculation. Uh, so that's million. So a hundred thousand million. Billion. All right. Divided by what's the uh, what's the current population status of the United States? Is that like three hundred twenty-one million? Uh, I uh, three hundred twenty-seven million. Three hundred twenty-seven. I I can I can I can I can see where that five hundred million kind of comes into play. Um, because if you were you know there's roughly one point nine billion acres. Uh, over the 48 states. And if we have 327 million people, if you gave everybody an equal share, everybody would have their own land that is equal to 5.81 acres. Yeah, now, but
0: this didn't say for America. This said for the world.
1: Oh, I know. So I'm I'm just saying, I can see because you got to add a uh, hundred and, oh my gosh, you can't do math. One hundred and seventy-three million people to that total, so I can see where they get that idea. And if you want somebody living, you know, and not fighting, I, I can see that. But I don't know. It's just like, ah, oh, that's bizarre.
0: Yeah, it, it's just weird. What? But, but I find interesting is no one really knows exactly where this came from. Um, so they, like they have who the alleged builder was, but they don't know. Who that builder really was. So it's like, oh, okay. Uh But back to what my point was you know, I'm seeing people quote this, and then other people are going, Did you ever think that Corona was just the Earth's way of getting rid of the unnecessary human population? And I'm just like, Oh my goodness. these people. Because they're like, We have abused the Earth for so long. The Earth is fighting back with Corona. I'm just like, oh great! So this this Earth Day apparently it's go catch Corona, kill yourself, and let the Earth heal, I, <clears throat> and that's that's what it seems like the crazies are preaching, and it's annoying. You know, again, again, I believe being careful with the resources that we have been given. We have been instructed in the Bible to take care of the resources. You know, the whole idea of you know, you know, thankfully, you know, governments like, yeah, let's population control these animals here's some hunting i'm sorry Peta. hunting is sometimes necessary to do this you know Mm -hmm. it it, now this sounds i'm not making uh uh, an analogy between like deer and humans but you know we allow the hunting of deer to call the population slightly uh, prevent the spread of disease we're not talking about a corona like thing in humans uh, but you know to, to stop that as well as overpopulation, which then means that they don't you know starve, which would be inhumane, which people would, would then go oh corona, you know mm-hmm. grocery stores, <laughs> but you know so don't try to break the make the two equal. But you know we we say okay here's our deer population, we should probably kill some of them. Hey hunters, go out and get some food for your family. Yeah. We, we we practice this you know and so. Sorry to Pete on that, but yes, we, we do like our wonderful meats out there.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm reading something right now on the whole, on viruses, kind of pinpoint the ones in America. Now, I'm probably going to miss a few, but um, across the Ameri- Americas, yeah, so across the Americas in the 16th century, there was a plague, no, uh, some estimates suggest that 90% of the indigenous population in the Western Hemisphere was killed off. Ooh. That's a lot. Yep. Um, then you have, uh, next one. Now I'm skipping some over these, I'm just trying to keep this going quick here. Um, you have, uh, the plague of Marcel, Russian plague, no idea if that affected us, but then in Philadelphia, you had the yellow fever, epidemic in uh, 1793, 5,000 people had died. And then in the 1889 to uh, 1890, 100 years later, you had the flu pandemic um, killing 1 million people. Then in 1916 is when um, the American polio epidemic. Um, 6,000 people died, 27,000 cases. Then in 18 to 20 is the well-known Spanish flu, for those people who have done their research. Um, So one-fifth of the people infected died. Mm -hmm. Um, Then in in 1957, 1958 was the Asian flu. I think we all know where that came from. Um, Well, okay,
0: here's the thing. (laughs) Spanish flu, do you know where they think that came from? Not from Spain. Uh, Nope. From China.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Spain was a neutral nation during the war and did not enforce strict censorship in the press, which could therefore freely publish early accounts of the illness. As a result, people falsely believed the illness was specific to Spain and the name Spanish flu stuck. So they were the ones that spoke on it. And that's how the name came. Then you have the Asian flu, right? Um, AIDS, HIV. That's, that's, I guess, a plague. H one N one swine flu. Yep. So all those were pandemics. Uh, it,
0: it wasn't a plague. The uh, AIDS. It was. It's a. It's classified as a pandemic just because. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know what 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 it means when something is classified as a pandemic? Just question, real quick for you. Um. Ah, I think it, it, all. All the pandemic means is that it's a disease that is spread over a whole country or the world. That's all pandemic means. So just yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's not like that's why AIDS is classified as a pandemic because it is worldwide. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, we can talk. Yeah. So, but let's talk about maybe some of those diseases a little bit more in the Corona episode, actually. Oh yeah. But yes, uh, there are multiple cases where we have novel viruses that have come out and killed large swaths of population. Let's, let's not sugarcoat it. Spanish flu itself. I think they're saying anywhere. what were they saying? Oh, up to a hundred million
1: died from that. Yeah. That's that. And at the time that was a big, big, that was a lot of people.
0: Yeah. And like Corona, it was novel at the time and novel. All that means, cause I've seen this around too. people going, well, novel means it has animal proteins or this or that. No novel means it is new. That's it. we have no immunity to it. That's why it's so deadly. Uh, that's why people get sick. You know, so but that being said, you know, none of those are looked back now as good things, unless you're a crazy eco-terrorist person who says that brought the world population down.
1: Yay, let's celebrate Earth Day now. You know, I'd like to see everybody who thinks that. All right, this is going to be harsh. Okay, and forgive me for anybody this might close to the effect. But if you're going to sit there and you're excited that someone else died so that world population goes down, then why don't you, as the person who's getting as excited about that, why don't you just go take your own life? May it help it go down even more, further. If the, I mean, if that's the mindset, so that's that's that's, the, that's that 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 weird psychological thing that happens to where, hey, this is changing. I'm happy for it. Because it's not impacting me directly. But as soon as it impacts those people that get all cheerful about it, then their whole mindset flips. Yeah. Because honestly, if those people were actually really concerned about that, we wouldn't hear from them. Because they would have contributed towards the death to help bring the world population down. If they actually cared about it and they weren't mentally messed up.
0: No, they they have to stay around to preach the good news of them. Wanting the population to be lowered, and ruling the world. Yeah, there, there's a whole there's a whole slew on this I could get into, but I'm not going to do it for now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I yes, yeah, so Earth Day is coming up. I don't see it personally as a real. Okay, uh, this is going to sound weird in the phrasing. I don't see it as myself as like a religiously fundamentalist uh, environmentalist. I'm as, I see myself as I'm practical mm-hmm. and what is good. You know, I, again, I'm, I'm not for banning a plastic straws because, hey, we're seeing, hey, hey, hey guess what? Uh, we kind of need them. Same with plastic bags nowadays. Now we're being told, don't use reusable so, so, be bags because that's going to spread Corona. Um, you know, and right now it's Corona. Next year, it might be Corona V2. Yeah, don't
1: I've know. Heard. Yeah, there's a chance that we could see, you know, Corona mutate and come back, you know, this winter. You know, there's always that chance.
0: Oh, yeah, we're going to see that. But but we're
1: seeing that. And
0: I'm like, in a way, we're looking at the world now and it's, hey, environmentalists, this is what your world would kind of look like if you got your extreme ways. Hmm. And I'm seeing some people freak out. Just like you see all these people who are anti-gun, and I'll talk about this more later um, in, in our episode, but who are anti-gun, all of a sudden, the gun system is overwhelmed with new people buying guns. Oh, my gosh. I was but, talking to you. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk opinion. about that later. You know, but the same thing now, you know, all, you know, all these people who are like, oh, let's reuse the same rag to clean everything. Let's, you know, let's do this. Let's do that. You can't find paper products in a store right now. They are all gone. So much for environmentally safe and using things responsibly because they're gone. You know, same with plasticware. It is near impossible to find, you know, toilet paper, uh, dish, not dish towels, um, paper towels. It was even hard for me to find plastic forks in that. (laughs) So when I found some, (laughs) you, you know, I bought everything I needed. But environmentalism goes out the door all of a sudden when it's a hardship. And here's kind of that world where we'd be looking at. It's like, eh, maybe we need to find that balance between the two and be proper stewards of the resources we were given. Use
1: them, but don't abuse them. Yeah. Obviously, well, I saw. I saw, and it kind of goes towards more the Corona thing. But you know, it it falls in the line of you know respecting the Earth and stuff and using things at the right way. This guy, he was talking about Costco uh, toilet paper and those big, big uh, packs and stuff. Yeah, And, you know, people were buying so much of it. He sat there and he goes, all right. So if you did this the right way, people, and you like only use 20 sheets, a crap. And yeah. if you have this many sheets on a roll and you have this many rolls. He goes, you're telling me you're going to crap 182 times a day for the next two weeks. That's just one case. And you guys are walking out with three, four, five cases, and I'm just like, wow. You know, you don't you don't think about it when you panic. It's amazing how many people don't realize, you know, that they're getting more than they need to. But yeah, I mean, people. I'm just thinking to myself. I hate to be a plumber at this time because the amount of toilets that are probably going to be clogged from people. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, it's, it's not toilets, it's sewer lines. But we know, can so get we can get into that whole fun thing too. I got I got something for that too. Uh, people tr- yeah. But I mean in reality you look at it and you know this whole thing of you know reduce reuse you know all this corona hit it went out the door. Mm-hmm. And everyone's stockpiling and everything. And they're using as much as they want and they're buying it all and they don't care. Yeah. So there has to be a middle ground. There has to be a way where on earth day I wouldn't use it as a day to be to be like, I must now attend the Church of Gaia. Use it as a day to think on maybe, hey, what am I doing? And am I using the resources I have responsibly? Am I being a good steward of what is on the earth? Where that's, you know, do you leave all your electronics on all the time? Well, okay, if you could turn your lights off, you you reduce electrical load a little bit, which means less coal, less gas being burned. You know, do you really need the gas guzzler? You know, if your finances are where you can't afford a new vehicle, keep the vehicle you have. Don't necessarily go do that. You know, we had the class, the cash for clunkers thing uh, a few years back. Well, you know, a lot of those vehicles ended up being totaled and destroyed because they couldn't be resold under the cash for clunkers thing. That wasn't good for the environment, but yet it was praised because people were able to buy cheaper, less expensive more fuel
1: efficient vehicles. Um,
0: more fuel efficient vehicles. But they didn't take a look at the impact, the economic impact and the environmental impact of getting rid of all those old vehicles and just throwing them in the landfill, you know, or whatever they did with them. Mm-hmm. We look at the short term versus the long term sometimes. And that is where we get in trouble. We look at we need to get rid of the straws instead of saying, What can we do to maybe report Reduce the reliance on straws. We get rid of the gas guzzler instead of saying, how can we make all vehicles better? Not just saying they must hit 50 miles per gallon, but how do we actually make vehicles that people will want to use that can get good gas mileage? What are the new technologies like that plant down in Texas that can produce electricity without producing emissions? Mm -hmm. Instead of ban all coal, ban all gas, ban nuclear because people don't like nuclear because it produces nuclear energy what can we do long-term and how do we get ourselves in a situation where we can prepare for that long-term we're not going to get there overnight we can't just shut everything down and move into that we've seen what happens when we shut down economies that's what we're living right now we've seen what happens when we shut down countries but same
1: time too i was going to say um for those who you know are the extreme side and they're like let's shut everything down to get where they want to get, you can't shut everything down. You shut down the the electric electricity producers, you know. Well now you're shutting down um, the electricity that goes towards the pumps that put water in our water towers in the area. Um and, you know, it takes time, like you said. And if you shut down these these, these companies, these companies are going bankrupt, well who's gonna to pay to get everything converted over? You know? So you have all this, I, what you're saying is a hundred percent true. And I'm just kind of reiterating the fact, you know, it takes time. Um, because if you have nobody producing anything, and you're not going to get what you want, where you want to get, unless you want to, you know, not have any sort of, if, if you're the guy that wants to go back to sticks and stones, well, you want everything shut down, but if you want to build solar panels, well, believe it or not, solar panels are not the cleanest things to build. they they take a lot to make. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, if somebody's like, hey, let's do windmills, well, you gotta remember what about all the birds that smack into the windmills? You know, it might be spinning at, you know, ten miles an hour at the center, but once you get to the tip, that thing's spinning a hundred miles an hour. That bird can't understand that. Now you're killing birds. Now now you have various insects and uh maybe other populations of birds that shouldn't be growing, growing because you're killing, you know, a portion of the birds that help to keep that under control. Um, so then, I mean, there's all sorts of, like you said, pros and cons, but it's a definite thing where we cannot shut down these big money guys mm-hmm. Um, because at that point, yeah, it's you get nowhere. You know, it's funny as they say, you know, uh, the idea was to have the people run the country. Well, unfortunately, money runs this country Debt, I should say runs the country, but.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I I think a good way to sum it up is this. In all things, moderation.